welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Today is a very exciting episode, as they all are, but extra exciting because we have comedian, writer, producer, director, American Vandal, Jimmy Tatro with us. He's in The Real Bros of Simi Valley that you can watch in full, season two on Facebook. And he's just an all-around great dude with a great voice and a great attitude and a skyrocketing career. So hear all about it on this episode of Not Too Deep with Jimmy Tatro. Tetro, Tetro, Tetro. It's, it's been an issue for a lot of us. Not, not too deep. Hey, friends, I want to tell you about a new podcast that you should check out called Just Between Us. It's hosted by codependent besties and New York Times bestselling authors Gabby Dunn and Allison Raskin. Just Between Us is a variety show that's all about brutal honesty, female friendship, and giving unsolicited advice. Who doesn't love that? Gabby and Allison bring laughter to life's toughest and most ridiculous situations by asking thought provoking questions, playing games, and dipping into serious topics about relationships mental health money sexuality you name it but listen you might not know them but you're gonna feel like you're just between them listen and subscribe now to hear all new episodes of just between us wherever you get your podcasts we're here we're doing it jimmy you're here finally i am this is very exciting thanks for having me of course congratulations on the real bros of simi valley thank you um i watched all of uh the most recent season because i'm a real housewife obsessed human okay um how did this get created were you into real housewives at all no Okay. Well, then you did a great job mimicking it. Yeah. I was like, well, we did watch a lot of Real Housewives. And which seasons? Which franchises? Which ones? I wa- well, because we were watching. We, I mean, b- the idea came from like there was just so many of these Housewives shows, and yes, this we is would true. joke about the ridiculousness of the of the the randomness of the cities. Yeah. You know, they have like Potomac. Yeah. And I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Did I pronounce that right? Potomac. Potomac. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But that, it's good. Right. Like, where is Potomac? Uh, D.C. Okay. It's, well, you know these things. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, 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 can say the these, you can say these rhetorical-ish questions and I'm going to have an actual okay. answer. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> but no, I agree with you because now they're doing like Dallas and Atlanta and they started with like the OC, which is a very like strange area to start but I with. Get, I mean, I get the OC makes sense. Like Real sure. Housewives of Orange County. Okay, I yeah. see it. But then once you're in Potomac and, yeah. and all these ridiculous cities, we were like, we need to just make fun of this. Um, and we've always just made fun of just reality shows and yeah. just how stupid they are. And Which, just, yeah, they are. And like nothing could happen, mm-hmm. but you have so much footage that you're able to pretty much make up any storyline you want. Yeah. You film these people all day. Mm-hmm. You have enough footage and sound bites to edit it together to make any storyline you want. And they, the way that they cut the, my favorite part of the reality TV shows is that you can audibly hear when they slice up different sentences and put them together sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feels like an editor on those shows has a lot to do, but sometimes you feel like, oh, I heard them, they got lazy, that she's yeah. like, I can't believe what she did. Right, you're right. Like, you're like, um, I see a little slice there. But most people don't catch stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. So then, you know, they do that. They use all the sound effects and the dramatic music. Mm-hmm. And so the first season was just kind of, we wanted to just make fun of that. I did a video a long time ago called How to Make a Reality Show. Mm-hmm where it was like a 
three, like a two minute video where nothing happens. Yeah. And then it was like, now let's make a reality show. And I used the same footage, but I like re-edited it and like blurred stuff that wasn't meant to be blurred. Which is how they actually make reality. Yeah. Like he's like, (laughs) he's like, peace. And then I like bleeped, I like blurred out the thing and it was like, fuck. Yeah. So it seems like, you know, there's all this beef that isn't real. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was just kind of where the, the concept came. Yeah. And we would watch a lot of Real Housewives. And then we started realizing Real Housewives just was not the tone of this show. Oh, really? Because Real Housewives, I tried to watch some Kardashians. I tried to watch some Real Housewives, but it was just, everything was too nice. Too nice. You know, and that wasn't really the vibe of the show we were going for. Right, right. And then we found Vanderpump Rules. Oh. And we were like, this is the vibe, right? (laughs) They're younger and slightly more terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like you watch the Kardashians, they're doing real stuff, you know? But also a lot of exactly what we're doing right now, sitting on two chairs, talking at each other with a camera on. Right. That's all they do. Then they shake their salads for a little bit. (laughs) And then they talk about something that we never get to see happen. Well, then I guess I must have just seen the season finale or something because there was so much going. They're at a Kanye show. They're at these photo shoots. I'm like, this is not, I can't watch this for (laughs) real bros tone. This is just not, this is not what the show is. Yeah. But then Vanderpump, like I would send the editors clips of Vanderpump and be like, the way that this is like mm-hmm. edited, just use that as oh yeah, what your your template for now. That's great. Until I can get in there. All these you. crash zooms and shaky camera angles that make it look like people are getting pushed and things are being like thrown yeah, at each other. That. We did some of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Did, was there any specific cast member of Vanderpump Rules that stood out to you guys? Hmm. Uh, I mean, they're all so fucking crazy. I feel like Jax is very much a semi. Jax could fit on on Real Bros. Yeah, it was funny because I uh, I met Sheena at the Super Bowl, uh, like what two weeks ago. That's a normal sentence to say. (laughs) (laughs) But so I'm at this bar club. Uh huh. And my friend walks in with her and I was like, I'm like kind of drunk. I'm like, I have to just tell her yeah. that, that, you know, I've watched her show for inspiration. And she's going to be the kind of person I would assume would love that. Yeah. And, and I told her and she was like, you know, that's great. She's really nice. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's not necessarily the best follow up sentence to be like, I love your work. You're nuts. And she was like, what? No, I'm not. How am I nuts? And I was like, okay, well, I guess I haven't gotten to the part of the show where you're not nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know what season and episode that is so that I can change my opinion. Yeah. No, it's so, their shows are so interesting. We had Stassi on the podcast before, the blonde one Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't work at Sir anymore. Um, oh, she's the one who's like the most nuts, I think. She's, right? And also, she's the greatest, smartest brand builder of all of them. She's got a book, she's got her own podcast. She's actually super smart and really funny, but she like knows how to brand herself, uh-huh. which they all have sort of figured out. Uh, and I had like a full fangirl moment when she came here and was on the podcast. I had to pretend that I wasn't as big of a fan as I actually was. And I was like, Stassi Schroeder's here. Oh my God, I know too much about her. This is weird. Um, but it's, the show is just, I mean, there was one moment where I was watching it and it was like that guy, I think Tom, yep. I want to say. Sure. 
And he's want, he wants to go to Vegas with his boys for a boys trip. Yeah, that's like, yeah, every his, other episode. And, it, and, his, <laughs> and his girlfriend is pissed because it's her birthday. <laughs> and he wants to go on his boys trip during her birthday. Yeah. And the whole appeal of this Vegas trip is his buddy was selling him on, we're going to rent these trucks. We're going to go to this this yard yeah. where you can like destroy stuff with these trucks. <laughs> we're getting like bulldozers or yeah. something. And she gives him this whole heartfelt spiel about how her her birthdays are hard now that her dad, ever since her dad died. Oh, Ariana. This whole yeah. like emotional thing. And he's just like <laughs> dead serious. He's just like, babe, I get that but like we're supposed to go to this yard and we're gonna be bulldozing <laughs> shit with trucks <laughs> and i was like there's no way you actually just said that in after she just said everything to you uh, but they do they do it's it's real it was i hate to break it to you Jimmy. i had it's to run real. that back <laughs> i had to watch that like five more times so how was shooting this season versus the the first season because you do this season for facebook now yeah does that make it any different um, I made money instead oh, of cool. lost instead money. Instead of investing all your money in <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, season one I paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I was going to lose almost all my money. Yeah. But that was like right when PewDiePie said all those anti-Semitic things and all the advertisers dropped off Facebook. Oh, interesting. Or YouTube, sorry. Off YouTube, okay. Yeah, so right when season one came out, <laughs> it was like no revenue. Wow. It was like right when I started dropping season one. It was yeah. like five days prior was when PewDiePie said all that stuff. Wow. And I was like, why did this video only make a hundred bucks when yeah, yeah. it's got like a million views? And I mean, like I said, I wasn't expecting to make money on but it. But also if you're putting, because that's, I think, an interesting thing for anyone that is working in this world, especially like in the digital world, that like when you want to make bigger <coughs> things. You can throw up. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> we won't judge you here. I think I just swallowed some coffee down my air hole. <laughs> um, <clears throat> when you want to make stuff, you can make, you know, YouTube videos on your own. But if you want to make these bigger production things, yeah. they, they cost money. And if you don't have people investing in it, you have to put up the right. money for it. People don't realize that. Like the only really critique we got on the season was people like, put it on YouTube. Oh, like, really? On the Facebook oh, stuff? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You think I'm just going to... I don't see that's the kind of commentary I don't understand why it's like it's just a different tab. It's just literally just a different literally tab. The same, same device. Amount of work. You just type same, in Facebook instead of YouTube. Same cost. Still free. Free. <laughs> free. <laughs> like you cannot complain about free con like you can you cannot say shit. If I put this on HBO I know, that's what I have to remind people is this is free. Yeah. You can critique it and say it should be this place or this place, but it's still free. Yeah, it's like this place is free. This place is free. This one, I'm, I can make money on it. This one, <laughs> I would lose all my money on it. So, yeah. and people like the people that are, I said this in like one of the descriptions of my videos was like, if you're really at this point still pissed that it's not on YouTube, like what are you rooting for? YouTube, yeah. the platform? Right. You're a fan of Google? Yeah. You're a Google supporter. <laughs> you support Google over the actual show itself. Yeah. And you're, if you're not on Google, if you're on Facebook, I'm out. Yeah. You're a fucking Google fan. Wow. Come and on. then it's just uh, cut to videos of them burning their laptops just in support <laughs> of Google and not Facebook. <laughs> like, what, is, what are these diehard Google fans? What has been, because you've been making videos since college. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's how many years? It's like mm, 
Eight. Eight. Okay. What's been the most hilarious critique that you consistently get? I know you get a lot of like. <laughs> it's just always people just do more frat stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I've been out of college for six, seven years now. Yeah. I have no interest in doing anything like yeah. that. I, I don't get that as much anymore, but like, I mean, that was kind of what I got famous for on YouTube was, mm-hmm. you know, douchey frat videos. Yeah. And, and it becomes your brand and personality <clears throat> and people don't realize that this is not who you are. Right. Generally. I also made the mistake of using, I was playing like this character. Sure. But I used my real name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which in hindsight, <laughs> you know. Because at least Colleen used Miranda as uh, her like, yeah, alter ego. Yeah, exactly. But if she was like using her real name yeah. the whole time, people would be like, oh, that's actually her. Where's your lipstick? Yeah, 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 exactly. But for me, it was just like, you know, how do I explain myself? They'd be like, what do you mean you're not that guy? And so, is your name not Jimmy? No, it is. Are you not in a frat? Well, no, I, I am. Right. <laughs> so okay, like, so what's different? So like, well, that's just a, where's the lie? Yeah. <laughs> But what, um, okay, and then you, so American Vandal also, congrats, amazing, very cool, Thank very you. fun. And as I, I, we're not even like close buds, but I felt like oddly proud of you as like <laughs> a YouTuber to be like, see, people on YouTube are talented and good and like can cross over because you know, I'm sure you've heard like the stereotype so many times of like, we're just kids that make videos in like our oh, yes, basement dwellings somewhere. And that there's the only reason that we get opportunities like that is because we're completely, it's a numbers game mm-hmm. or it's a social influencer game in some way. But I was like, no, he's good. He's a good one. And well, there's good ones, but yeah. then there's also- sure. Sure, but I was like, he's representing for the goods. That's great. Right. I was really proud of you. Um, <laughs> and uh, you got a Critics' Choice Award nominee. I did, yeah. Next to Sean Penn, was he also nominated? It was like Robert De Niro. Yeah, and yeah, like that's Ewan McGregor, <laughs> and like it was like honestly the most crazy name. Yeah, what did you when that happened? <laughs> I, what's the reaction to that? I was shook. I was. Uh, I mean, that was. I was really, truly not expecting like a nomination of any uh-huh. kind. Um, and I knew we were making a, like, I knew the show we were making was, was really good. Yeah. But it wasn't until I saw it that I realized how good it was. Yeah. Because, like, so much of that was in just the way it was edited. And it's hard to graphic. visualize in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And they did such a great job with it. And, but I still wasn't really thinking, like, it wasn't like I was acting in it. Like, if I do well enough, you know, maybe yeah. I can get nominated for something. No. But, I mean, just being on a list with those people was just so I was just flattered, you know, it's crazy. And I brought my mom to the critics choice awards and she was <laughs> freaking out the whole time. Like she like, like she was just like touching someone's dress. Like, no, she <laughs> like there's, there's one walks by with this. on ecstasy. <laughs> no, no. But she was just like, she was just like complimenting everyone. She was just like, so like, Oh my God. Like Aww. she would like say, this, oh my, I love your outfit. And it would just be, you know, like Margot Robbie. And she'd be like, <laughs> Oh, thank you. And my mom like, Oh my God. That's and at so one point sweet. this woman has like all these feathers coming out of her dress. My mom's like, just like kind of touching them. Like <laughs> and looks at me and the lady like turns to her. Right. And it's just Angelina Jolie. And my oh, mom's like, Oh my God. Like, God. Did not mean to touch you. Your mom was petting Angelina Jolie <laughs> at the Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah. I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That's the reason you get into acting, so it she is. can have that moment. She was, at the end, she was, like, kind of, like, tentative around me. And mm-hmm. then she left, and, and the next day, she was talking to me about it a while later. She was like, I just I didn't know if you were going to be upset that you lost. Like, upset that I lost. Mom, like, <laughs> do you know who won? Ewan McGregor won. Like, that's... 
Come on. That's insane. You think yeah. I'm pissed about that? Like, you think no. I'm pissed to be nominated alongside you and McGregor? Like, yeah. Like, it was like all the names, and then you think they're going to give it to the dick guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. Uh, well, that's very fair. Okay, we're going to take a really quick break, and when we get back, um, we have a bunch of ridiculous questions for you, and then we're going to get into some Twitter questions. The internet, you okay. know, aspiring minds want to know. We'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Okay, Cupid is the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. The OkCupid okay dating app asks you fun and meaningful questions that matter to you so you can be seen by people who are going to be into you. From questions like, would you pay an extra $5 to guac? Or are you too close to your family? Did you vote in the last election? You'll see tons of answers that lead to great conversations and great dates with people who feel the same way that you do. You can tell people about your favorite album, your last great trip, or your favorite podcasts. Hint, hint nudge nudge wink wink something's in my eye sorry and let the love roll in on the ok cupid dating app whether you're looking for that person to join you on a long walk on the beach or a short walk to the pool bar that's more my speed they're waiting for you on the ok cupid dating app start the new year by meeting someone who's into what you're into on the ok cupid dating app download the free ok cupid dating app and find the next great date today not, not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Hum Nutrition. They're all about making you look and feel your best. Each specific supplement packs a combo of potent ingredients designed for specific aims like clear skin, boosted energy, or fuller hair, and is backed by clinical results. Hum focuses on preventing concerns and long-term care and repair, not damage control and covering up. Their, quote, inside-out approach to beauty goes beyond skincare regimen alone to give you great results. Hum's products are sustainable sustainably sourced, non-GMO, and free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives, plus a lot of vegan options. Try supplements like the Daily Cleanse, Hair Sweet Hair, Growth Gummies, Uber Energy, and more. If you aren't sure what you need, go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started to take a quiz and get personalized recommendations from Hum's team of registered dietitians. They've sent me some of their products, and I have to tell you, they're really great. They offer a monthly vitamin subscription that's affordable, flexible, and convenient all the things that actually make self-care way better and attainable to do. So that's something I support. Go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started for your personalized recommendations and get 20% off your purchase with code grace. That's humnutrition.com slash get underscore started and code grace. Okay, I always love to hear because I... I literally went on an audition yesterday and I, I'm so bad at them and they make me so confusingly nervous. Um, if you have a terrible auditioning story or just yeah. one that is was weird. I went in for one um, and it was the same day. They booked me for two like nine page auditions on the same day, back nope. to back. And one of them was for the Entourage movie. <laughs> and I was like, that's the one I'm going to focus on. Yeah, yeah. And the other one was like, it was for this movie. I don't think I should say. You don't have to say but it. But it was like, you know, all the description was like tall, handsome, like, you know, basically just. Was it for Aquaman? <laughs> it was for Aquaman. <laughs> no, it was, it was just this. It was like an Anna Kendrick movie, I think. And okay. it, I was supposed to be, the, it was for the love interest. Who was, it just said like tall, handsome, and like other things. Okay. And like, I'm not saying, you know, 
I'm I'm ugly, but I'm not the tall, handsome guy that they're looking for. <laughs> okay. You know, they're looking for like a. You're like I'm playing casting director in my brain right now, and if I walk into the room, I'm gonna go with someone else. I can be honest with myself. Yeah, like that. they're looking for a Liam Hemsworth type. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm you know the funny best friend. Yeah, in that situation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um. So I go in and I'm like very not prepared. And I'm like in the in the hallway, I like just trying to like go over the lines. And I get in there and the casting director has the whole scene memorized. Which Which is that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> like, you've been doing this all day. Yeah. And he just like doesn't even have his script and he's acting, which is not usually <laughs> usually they're just reading, yeah. and, you know? And I'm like just trying to remember the shit. Yeah. And he's making me feel like I literally said the first line and he was like, it's not, that's not it. That's just not it. <laughs> like cuts me off on line one. I was like, okay, well this is definitely not going my way. Uh, like I should have just left. Yeah. Like, but he was like, do it more. You know, you're just like coming off like really mean. Wow. I'm like, okay. Well, all right. And I like tried it again. And like, he cut me off on like line two this time. <laughs> And and I don't know, just the combination of that guy having everything memorized, me not having everything memorized, yeah, yeah. and it being a role I was never going to get in the first place. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a those auditions are the worst. That they're just so degrading. And also, that guy clearly thinks he's the director when yeah. he's not. It's like his time to play director before the director actually gets in the room with the casting right. and like goes through everyone. Um, it's the worst. I hate it so so much, and I always get. Because I'm taller and blonde, I get like sexy mistress. And I'm like, that's not at all what I want to do. Nor I know the type of girl that's going to go in there and nail that. And I'm going to go in and be like, oh, I am I love you. And it's going to be yeah. so confusing for them because I'm just going to be like hating it the whole time. I'm just more a little more selective now. Like I wouldn't go in for that now. That's good. Yeah. Do you have a dream role that you would want to play because i know you don't want to do frat stuff anymore so do you have a dream like type of character or dream like yeah situation? i mean yeah I, I have been i have been swatting all of the frat offers just left and right. <laughs> 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 um no i i would like to do like an action movie oh that'd be cool i think i could do an action movie like if you were to do like a buddy cop action type of film who would you play alongside of or oh, who wow. would play alongside of you Wow, that's tough. I know. I mean, you should have like I should have mentioned that you might ask that going into this. Well, so keep it in the back of your brain. We'll come back to okay. it. Um, but yeah, I would like to do like a, I'd say like a transporter, Jason Statham type thing. Okay. You know? Very cool. I was telling my agent, I was like, if Taron Edgerton is going to do all the, like the James Bond type roles, uh-huh. give me the Jason Statham type <laughs> stuff. <laughs> he can be the, you know, the pretty boy. Uh-huh. I'll be the more rugged one. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you also, you have a comedy drama film with Hugh Jackman coming up? Yeah, I is do. That, is that real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you filmed I don't have like already? a big role in it. It's um, Alice and Jenny, okay. Hugh Jackman, um, and then a bunch of other really good actors who I'm not remembering right now. Did you get, are you in scenes with Hugh Jackman? No, I'm only in scenes with Alice and Janney. Oh, I hear she's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah and with, she's very funny. Yeah, it was a little intimidating to, you oh. know, act across from the 
best supporting actress <laughs> currently. <laughs> like, uh-huh, okay, cool. Yeah, but it was, I mean, I think it'll be a pretty good movie. It's, it's a, What's the premise of it? It's a true story. It's about the, um, there was this whole, I think it was 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, these two, the superintendent and the accountant of this school district in Long Island mm-hmm. siphoned like, Twelve million dollars out of the school. Oh shit! Yeah, so <clears throat> it's a true story. Whoa! And what's uh, your part in it? I play um, Alice and Janney's son. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's super fun. <laughs> yeah. So that was a cool. That was a cool thing. It was the first thing I've shot that was on film. Whoa! Which was interesting. Yeah. Did you shoot? Did you shoot here in LA? No, it was in it was in Long Island. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's super fun. How authentic. Yeah. Um, have you had a fanboy moment in, in going to like Hollywood parties and going to different events where it's a person that either you wouldn't, you didn't get yourself worked up enough to say hi to them or you said hi and it was like an afterthought of God, did I fuck up? <laughs> I've definitely, there's definitely been a, like a lot of people that I've seen and been like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I've met, uh, I was at breakfast with some people mm-hmm. and Bo Burnham showed up and I've been a huge like I, I think Bo Burnham is an absolute genius yeah he really is um but we have we have a mutual friend so he was always like gotta meet Bo mm-hmm. um and Bo just walked in and I was like oh my god like, and he's hard to miss he's like seven he's feet like, tall he's like six eight <laughs> yeah. he's huge I was not expecting him to be so tall yeah but he was, I think he'd, he'd seen American Vandal, so he liked that. That's well, it's cool. cool. The coolest thing to me is when people that I really like have seen American Vandal. Yeah. Here's my biggest fanboy moment. Okay, here we here go. <laughs> um, I was at this SNL after party. Yep. And I see Nathan Fielder. <gasps> uh, see, I, I, he's one that I would be, I couldn't go up and say hi to him because I would fuck up completely. I was just like... Oh my god! Like no. this guy, his show makes me laugh harder than anything yeah. I've ever seen, and uh, and I'm like talking to this guy, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Nathan Fielder, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you're a fan. I was like, dude, Nathan for you, I think is the best, it's the best show. show. It's, and he was oh. like, oh, that's my show. I created it with Nathan, and I was like, no. what? <laughs> and then Nathan came over. And I was like talking to him and he was just like, hey man, like American Vandal was great. You were great in it. And I was just like, oh my God, dude. That's cool. And then I was just asking him like all the questions I wanted to ask about the show. Like, how do you not, how do you keep a straight face? Yeah. How Does much it get so awkward? So awkward. And how much do the people actually know versus not know? And like, oh God, it, that show, I can't sit down and watch. I have to pace the room when I watch it. It's so, the, the shit that he thinks of is just... Like how, the solutions he comes up with to the issues that they impossible to guess when the show starts what's yeah, gonna happen where it's gonna go like he goes on these like sidebar like these tangents where it's like he's all of a sudden he's dating a prostitute I for know. some reason <laughs> I felt so bad for her 
<laughs> and you forget how that even relates to what they're doing. Yeah. The episode where he's trying to get the PI guy and he, yeah. he gets out of the car and there's a different guy that runs around and gets back in the car. <laughs> and it's like an Asian guy dressed as him. It Wait, was, which, which, what's there's the a guy, there's an episode with like a PI guy um, that they The one hire. that he always uses? Yeah. And he like gets this guy so pissed off that I'm like, why does this guy keep coming back to this oh, show? He has like a decoy Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so gotta, weird. Because he's like, if you're such a good PI, I want you to follow me for a week and prove <laughs> right, to me. Right. And so he has all these decoys <laughs> and they are clearly not him. And it's, oh God, it's so good. Um, the the coolest thing about um, going back to Real Bros for a second is it feels like it's just a bunch of like actual real life friends getting to make content with each other. Like, did you guys all know each other before you created the show? Or did you meet each other, like, as you created the show? I mean, I knew, I knew Cody. Mm -hmm. I knew, and I kind of knew Nick and Tanner. Mm -hmm. Um, They, they had done, I'd done one video with them before. Okay. Did like a Bachelor parody where at the end I can't decide between the two girls. (laughs) So I FaceTime my boys and show them the two girls. (laughs) Um... And they were the two the two guys. Okay. I just wanted them to be like, sudded, you know, their, yeah, whole, yeah. their whole thing. Um, so then I met them there and I was like, oh, these guys are really, really funny. Yeah. And then when we were casting Real Bros, they just seemed like obvious. Obvious choices. Obvious choices. And then the girls, I knew um, Maddie and Monica. Right. Um, I knew like three of them. Because it's like all the Betch girls. Yeah, the Betch girls. Because yeah. I had done that show. Yeah. And oh, that's right. Yeah, I did that show like a week after you had done it. And they were all gushing about how amazing you were. And I was like, who is this person? <laughs> I don't know who this is. We did. Yeah, we did a sketch on that episode that like went super viral. Yeah, okay. Which was a really funny one. Um, But yeah, I knew them from that. I thought they were really, really funny. Um, but one of the girls wasn't available. So then she was like, you with my friend, mm-hmm. Colleen, who's really funny. Oh, cool. And Colleen was great. She's the one who plays Molly. Oh, that's awesome. So she's, she's like one of the people, one of the only ones I didn't know going in. Gotcha. And I knew Peter Gilroy a little mm-hmm. bit from like a thing we had done. But I mean, I kind of knew most of the people. Yeah. Um, but not that well. Okay. But, but I do now. You do now. Yeah. I'm going to say it seems impossible to go through that and not know them after the fact. Yeah, <laughs> Unless no, you were like, no. I'm, no one talked to me. Um, <laughs> was there a lot of improvising? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Like a lot of the little jokes mm-hmm. were improvised. And I would, like, I would want to do the first take, the first couple takes. Yeah. Like I wanted to get it first. Sure. I know you have it, then play. Yeah. And then we can play with it. Um, cause once everyone starts playing with it, things would just kind of start like, this is the storyline. Things would just like, they'd get really funny, but they would just start going this way. Yeah. So it was like, okay, let's, uh, okay. Let's bring well, yeah, it back wait, here. And then they'd start going again. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a lot of that, a lot of those moments are the funniest moments in the show. Like yeah. a lot of that stuff is just what feels the most natural. So you want to do it, but it just kind of can become a little bit of a nightmare in the edit when you have sure. to just quilt everything together in order to make the storyline make like sense. Like making a real reality television show. Exactly, yeah. Whoa, so you were you were actually being truly authentic to the genre. Yeah, well, I wanted, we, I made sure to shoot it with, we did everything with three cameras. Oh, that's great. I was going to so ask, because that seems like... Everyone's performance shots, because I wanted people to be able to talk over each other yeah. and make it all conversational. 
So it was just, you shoot it with three cameras, everyone's performance shots are at the same time. Yeah. So only problem is for me to watch three screens. Yeah. And monitor all those at the same time. And be in it. That's intense. You also, who is, Christian is your like, um, I wrote, we wrote it. We wrote it, the whole thing together. And you guys have been working together forever, right? Yeah. For a while, since like, college? Yeah, since college. That's nuts. Yeah, and, we were in the same, we went to the same college. Cool. Yeah. You, and you guys dropped out at the same time? No. He, oh. <laughs> he stayed. I dropped out. Gotcha. Um, and that's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the story of Jimmy Christian. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a couple random questions for you. What's your least favorite sketch or video that you've edited so far? <laughs> or is there one that you're most embarrassed about that you... Two-parter. One that either you're most embarrassed about that still exists on the internet or one that never made the light of day. Mm. I've taken some down. You have? Yeah. For just cringe reasons? Because I, I can't watch them without... <laughs> being like oh what are you shut up <laughs> mad at yourself <laughs> yeah i mean honestly the the fact that i use my real name as this character like really just kind of irks me sometimes uh -huh. and i can't watch some of these old videos without just like i wouldn't i don't want someone to see that like i don't want someone to be considering me for something and then google oh. jimmy tatro and see you know, one of these frat videos on, right, right, on the right. internet. Like at the time they were funny. Uh -huh. If I had just called myself fucking Todd, <laughs> all my problems would be solved. Why don't you make an episode where your quote character changes their name? It's too late. Too late. <laughs> and then a lot of the ones where I would rant about stuff, uh -huh. I took a few of those. Like I just, I didn't delete them. I just made them unlisted okay so you can still watch them if you have the link so that's fair so they're still quote available for they're people still available they're just harder to find but for casting directors and producers you want to keep their eyes off of them yeah because a lot of them like i don't know i'm like ranting about stuff and i watch these videos i'm like who the fuck do you think you are i i get it yeah i haven't <laughs> even i'm too lazy to even go back through the archive of videos i put up to find the ones that i know i'm gonna hate horribly mm -hmm. i just pretend i live in blissful ignorance and i pretend no one knows how to go back and look at like 2011 videos yeah that's one way to do it and hope we just hope fingers crossed um <laughs> what's your most ordered item from postmates Ooh, I like that question. <laughs> that, um, it might be the, uh, the burrito Mexicano from Tokaya. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's very specific. I think, I mean, you could always pull up the old, uh. You can always get your own receipts. The old, uh, Postmates archive here. Look What's my, the last thing you ordered on Postmates then? It was... The, my favorite thing about Postmates is I my name on Postmates is Dirk Duckland. Oh, that's great. So, like, every time they show up, order for Dirk. <laughs> what up, Dirk? I know. My fake name is Melody Janitor on all of my <laughs> apps. That's great. Yeah, it's got to be Tokaya. It's mostly Tokaya on Tokaya. this list. It's a lot of Kitchen 24 that are Ooh. open late. Oh, yeah. 24 hours a day, some might say. Yes, I've heard that. <laughs> Um, okay, here's a question. What's the bad habit that your friends harp on uh, you the most about? If you have one. 
I definitely have one. They'd probably be able to answer this question a little better than I would. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can't can't think of what it is right now. My friends would probably be like able to answer this question right away. Immediately, yeah. Then what's your biggest pet peeve in another human? Oh, man. People that are just on their phones nonstop at dinner. Oh, really? Do you try to like... um... I mean, at dinner, like if we're, you know... Yeah. Chilling on the couch, no one's doing anything. Sure. Sure, you know. But at dinner, browse. you're at a table that's meant for people to look at each yeah, other. Yeah, like in a situation where it's like, this is hanging out. We're yeah. hanging out now. Mm-hmm. Be present. Join the conversation. Don't like, I just hate when people are like, constantly what's on here is more important than what's here. Yeah. You know, it's just like. That's good for you. If that's so important, then why don't you go do that? Oh, drag whoever that people are that do that (laughs) um yeah do you look at the does your phone have the thing now i hate this so much i have to figure out how to turn it off the screen time that you look at your phone every week it gives you like your report it is so sad. Mine's I turned so- it off. Wait, you, is it just like a phone thing now? Because I had an app that did that. Oh, apparently in the new update on the phone, like once a week, you get this little pop-up notification. It's like, your screen time for the week on average has been this. It's either down this percent or up this percent from last week. And you can like set timers on your phone that turns your phone off after you've used it for a certain amount of time. Like that gives you. But then you would just get so mad at yourself. Oh, it's You'd be like, so... what, who's making the rules? It's so infuriating. Pa- me from the past? Yeah. No, my friend Mamrie turned on like a two hour time limit for her to use her screen. She's like 11 a.m. My screen shut off. And I was like, oh, fuck. I am an awful monster. Damn. I, I downloaded that app because I was trying to cut down. Yeah. And then I was it was right when I was shooting this show. Mm hmm. So, like, there's so much downtime. If you're an oh. actor, there's so much downtime. Hurry up and wait, yeah. You know? And and I was, like, I looked at my screen time. It was, like, nine hours one day. I was, like, eight. It was, like, eight hours. Dang. And I was just, like. How? What? Yeah. I yeah. felt so just disgusted with myself. Yeah. Throw the phone in the river. That's what I always say. That's I how you can cut I down could. on your screen time. <laughs> just throw it out there. <laughs> I just look. I look around now, and it's like no. It's not. They're not even in people's pockets anymore. No, and I have to like break my own habit of I like biting my nails. Like I don't realize that I'm doing it, and I'll be like looking at my phone, going, "Oh, where's my phone?" Occasionally, and then I'm like, "I'm an actual monster. Like yeah. this is not okay." You know, it's bad when you close Instagram and then you open Instagram right away after, <laughs> and you're like, "What am I doing? Yeah. Why, why did I just do that? Why am I like? What is happening right yeah. now?" Yeah. What do you do other <laughs> like? What do you do for hobbies? Do you have stuff outside of internet? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like to, uh, I like to draw. Really? I have like this whiteboard. Okay. Um, it's a very weird, it's actually my phone background. Uh huh. Whoa. (laughs) Holy shit. It's a really weird fucked up photo. That's cool though. This is, yeah. So you like illustrate. Yeah. It's just like a, I don't know. I like drawing on whiteboards because you can kind of erase and stuff. Yeah. 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 But that also makes it so, um, uh, uh, like it doesn't last forever right well know? i actually this one i don't want it to go anywhere so i bought like a clear spray paint and i'm gonna <laughs> solidify it oh yeah and then put a it sealant? on a different wall i bought a new whiteboard because um, it was supposed to be for like writing and, yeah. pro- and productive stuff until i filled it up with this huge drawing and i was like <laughs> i can't really delete it. i can't really erase it. i can't no. really your internet can't, can't delete this yeah, right see? <laughs> 
Okay, uh, we're going to take one more last break, and we'll be right back with... No, sorry to bring you back into the internet, but Twitter questions for okay. you. We'll be yeah, right back fun. with more Not Too Deep. The all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved, featuring cooling LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. And their Sapira hybrid mattress is the perfect combination of foam and spring for pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. And from day one, Lisa set out to create a company with heart. That's why they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell to organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. And to date, they've donated more than 32 thousand mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. This is a wonderful company with great products, so I highly recommend. And you can get 15% off your order if you go to lisa.com slash grace and use promo code grace. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash grace. Promo code grace. Not, not too deep. Support for today's show comes from Bare Minerals, creators of clean beauty, purity in formulation, and uncompromising performance have always been the guiding principles of Bare Minerals because they believe that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. This has been the Bare Minerals philosophy since they began the clean beauty revolution in 1995 with their best-selling original foundation, which offers creamy, lightweight, buildable coverage that that's naturally luminous. The clean formula is made with only five good for skin ingredients, all minerals, including non-chemical SPF protection, makeup so pure you can sleep in it and actually it will improve your skin over time. It's everything your skin needs and nothing it doesn't. For bare minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Like every bare minerals product, it's te- it's 100% cruelty-free. Better yet, both the original and that loose powder foundation are available in 30 shades. So upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code not too deep. That's bareminerals.com. Promo code not too deep for 15% off your first purchase. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Okay, we're going to get into some Twitter questions, but before we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that has been on the podcast. Okay. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, that's a consistent answer that we've gotten, and that makes sense. I have not caught up with what the fuck he's up to now, but that's a good answer. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. Sorry, say it again. My worst what? Pants shitting story or Ooh. close call. So for, uh, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn. Wow. Yeah. Mine is kindergarten. <laughs> Nap time. Oh. <laughs> Full. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actually, preschool nap time. Full. It's amazing that you can remember that far back. Full log. <laughs> That must have been full trauma if you yeah, can remember that, was, that far back. That's like my earliest memory. I think I was like, you know, three, four. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I remember in preschool, like, bringing my cat to show and tell. But you had a different... <laughs> I remember from preschool, I remember that. I remember playing in the pillow room. I remember <laughs> trading my action figures. Those yeah. are, like, the three things I remember from preschool. Oh, well... It sucks that three one very of them different is memories. shitting my pants, you know? <laughs> but at least it wasn't in college yes (laughs) or in the pillow room to circle back (laughs) to yours (laughs) okay um let's get into these twitter questions someone wants to know is your sister laura single um (laughs) i'm i jumping straight in is your sister has your sister been featured in videos and things she's been in a couple okay yeah does your family like being in videos or do they they yeah, I think they they don't mind it. <laughs> they haven't explicitly said no they're not, yet. They're not calling me like put me in more. Right, right, right. But if I ask them, they're usually down. Oh, that's nice. They get recognized from time to time from the ones they've been in. Do they really? Yeah, which is always funny. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. How do they handle that? My mom will call me and be like, we just got recognized at Disneyland. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Um, okay, someone wants to know, has your voice been that deep since birth? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this must be the thing that a lot of people comment on all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not since birth. <laughs> I can't imagine having like a three-year-old that says its first words and it's that octave. I'd be like, uh-oh, something's wrong. Mom. <laughs> Mama. Mama. <laughs> Horrifying. I think I was like 12 when it got like pretty low. Yeah. Because I remember when I, w- I was, I went off to college mm-hmm. and my brother turned, I don't know, 13 or 14 when mm-hmm. I was gone. Okay. And I came back and I was like, Johnny boy. And he's like, hey, Jimmy. Like, Dude, what happened to you? That was startling. Oh, yeah. But I would imagine I was around the same. And so, yeah. His voice is almost as deep as mine, but not quite. Really? Yeah. How deep is your sister's voice? Same as mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, hers is is normal. Uh, But that's funny that it runs in the family. Also, are you, I mean, you were, um, you were doing voiceover in an animated film, Smallfoot? Smallfoot, yeah. Yeah. How was that? That was fun. Yeah. I worked on that for a cool four years. Oh, really? (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. I I was doing like the scratch track, Uh which is just when they hire voice actors while they're developing the script. Oh, wow. So I was just going in there and the script was changing and the writers were changing and uh-huh. the director changed. Wow. So I was on the movie before the director and the whole cast, except for the guy Eli. Me and him were on the scratch track together. Okay. And then everyone we were working with got replaced by like LeBron James, Channing Tatum, <laughs> Zendaya, like all these people. Wow. Yeah. Wait, is the movie out already? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do- I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So that's after four years to say you didn't hate it. No, a- I liked it. I thought it was cool. I would honestly, if I didn't, I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it, but yeah. I did. There you go. Yeah. Are you doing more voiceover stuff coming up? I am, yeah. I'm doing a um, an animated, fuck, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. You don't have to. It's a don't Netflix worry. series, but. Well, that's all you need to say. So that's yeah. very exciting business. Mm-hmm. Um, someone wants to know, would you rather guest judge on Drag Race or film a cooking episode with Guy Fieri? What was the first one? Guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Or or, or film a cooking episode with Guy Fieri. I think I'm going to go with the latter. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Guy. With Guy? Yeah. <laughs> Guy actually walked by me. 
two weeks ago at the Super Bowl as <gasps> well. And that I was just like, usually, you know, someone can walk by and it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But I'm like, yo. Oh, no. He's Guy Fieri. He's maybe, I feel like, one of the most recognizable, like, quote, like, the celebrities. I mean, his hair is like. It's on fire. It's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Where his sunglasses behind his neck. It's such, he's, it's such a look. Like, he's a cartoon character. A character. Yeah. He's a literal walking cartoon character. <laughs> if you guys do a season three of Real Bros, I feel like he is oh, an man. absolute fit in some capacity to cameo there. Yeah. Someone's dad. Yeah, <laughs> or just as himself is very funny. Or oh my like, god, Bryce's dad is Guy Fieri. <laughs> no one's ever. That would known. just like make so much sense, you know? You'd be like, of course, your dad is Guy. Also, I feel like Guy. I've heard that he's like a cool person. That he would be down to do something like that. Sorry, now I'm casting your fictitious season three of You're this hired. show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, just. Someone had to look at a baby and say, guy. <laughs> We're going with guy. That's crazy to me. That, is, that, is that his real name? I guess it is. Also, a fun Google search is to look at old Guy Fieri before he became like cooking channel or food network Guy Fieri because he looks dramatically different. Really? Before yeah. the nose job? Yeah, that's all that changed. <laughs> that's the only thing that changed. No, it, he looks like an IT guy before. Oh, really? Yeah. Back He's when got, the glasses were on his, the front of his head? Yeah, and they were actual, like, glasses. And then they got tinted and moved to the back. Yeah, he's got, like, brown hair. He looks – it's confusing. It looks like he went to, like, the witness protection program. And they were like, <laughs> let's bump him up. <laughs> um, someone wants to know, what's your favorite thing that you've been a part of? Probably American Vandal. Yeah. Yeah. How long was that whole process like from auditioning to finishing rapping shooting? Um, I auditioned in like November, mm -hmm. mid November. Um, and they called me back in December. Okay. And then we started shooting like January 15th, 2017. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like a month long to film. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Was it all in Los Angeles? Yeah. It was all in, uh, yeah, all, like a lot in the Valley mm -hmm. and then in the Pacific Palisades. Cool. A little bit around here. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was just a lot of fun. And it was like, I don't know. It was, I think, some of my best work. Yeah. Acting wise, I didn't write the show. But. Did they? I listened to a podcast with the two directors um, and like what they wanted for the show itself, like after watching like Making a Murder and things like that. Yeah. And like how they went about directing you guys and like everyone else. Um, and it was just really fascinating to hear how much they like cared about you guys feeling like you had a good performance and right. that you felt like strong in your character. And I was like, these seem like nice guys. Yeah. It was very cool. Um, did you get to improvise a lot on that set? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was. They let me. They let me just like go and go and go because we would do like before we even did the lines. They mm -hmm. do improv takes first. Oh, really? And they would just interview me, like the kid who played Peter Tyler. Yeah. He would just interview me for like it roll for like an hour, and he would just like ask me like questions, and I would just be in character, yeah, answering them freely yeah and then we would do the lines and they still made it in a way that like it pretty much follows the script mm -hmm. but then they just like let me 
like say things in my own way and they kept a lot of my random improv like at the end there's this whole thing where i'm talking about how i'm gonna bring a pencil Mm -hmm. and that was all just like a random tangent i went on and then they left the whole thing and that's awesome i mean that's a i think they were saying that on the podcast that's like some of these moments you can't script and they're too good and they're too they're way more real than if the actor's just trying to act the line out well that was why i think they they wanted to do them first and they wanted to just like Tyler did a great job of him. He would like have like a notebook with all Well, these that's what questions. they said too. They were like, he came over prepared, like really took it so seriously and was asking questions that even them behind like in Video Village were just like, what? Oh yeah. my God. Okay. There's a lot of things that like I wouldn't know the answer to. Yeah. Then I would just like kind of stay in character and be like, I don't, I don't know. Cause yeah. I don't think my character would know <laughs> yeah. either. But it was weird cause they would like let you know what you know. Yeah. Overall, it was just it was just a great experience. That's awesome. That's very cool. I mean, it comes off. It was such. It's one of those things that I always say. Uh, if I'm mad at it while I'm watching, that's a good sign because it's like, why didn't I think of this? Why couldn't right. wasn't I part of this? This is so good. I'm mad at it. <laughs> um, someone to know. Do you feel guilty or happy after binge watching a whole TV show with say eight episodes in one night, and why? I don't know if I've done eight in one night, but I would say I feel accomplished if I <laughs> if I were to do that. Like I would have watch this show like on my to do list, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> and that feels good to cross it off. What do you watch? Um, right now, I'm getting caught up on Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I was way behind. Yeah, so am I. I haven't. That seems like a, a lofty duty to get caught up on it's a lot i just like i know it's got it's like the best show yeah but i don't know i watched i watched that and then i just i'm the guy who hasn't seen anything so every time i'm in a meeting i'm just constantly getting yelled at by people that are like <laughs> you haven't seen this yeah well have you seen this i'm like let's just not go down this road let's just i think it's put a blanketed assumption on this meeting that i have not seen whatever you're about to reference to me right i did that with my roommate and now every time He's like, you haven't seen it. Okay, whatever. I know. that's. Um, I'm the same way. I don't watch movies, and I only watch like reality television because <laughs> it's just so easily digestible and consumable. And you, it, like radio, you just have it on in the background. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, people get very frustrated with me, but now they've learned that it's like part of my charm that I haven't seen something. And when <laughs> I actually do see something, it's like the most shocking thing that's ever happened. Um, everyone, there's a lot of questions about, is there going to be a real bros of Simi Valley season three? Is that to be determined? Um, yeah, I don't think we're, I don't think we know the answer right now. I would do, I would do one more. Yeah. But right now I think Facebook is, uh. Figuring stuff out. Analyzing their data. (laughs) To see if it would be worth it. All right. Cause it's part of Facebook watch, right? Uh-huh. Which I've heard, we've had a couple guests on that also have like potential shows with Facebook Watch and have the same sort of opinion on, no no one knows what's going on. Yeah. But I mean, like, if I were them, and this is the same mm-hmm. guy that wouldn't cast myself in this movie I was talking about. Yeah. I would pick it up. Yeah. I definitely would pick it up. I mean, I, I feel. they'd be kind of dumb not to. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there, but also, like, the response from, like, the minor amount that I've seen has been super positive. It's been incredibly positive. Yeah. And they, the show did great. All the episodes have, like, at least a million and a half views. That's amazing. 
So we got like character accounts for all the characters that have oh, like seventy five thousand followers. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Facebook. We know that you listen actively to my podcast on a weekly basis. This is a formal plea for season three. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pick it up. Um. Okay. Someone wants to know: Do you pronounce tattoo tattoo or tattoo tattoo? I think is is that supposed tattoo. to be? Are they making fun of Tatro and mm-hmm. Tatro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. And last one. Oh, do you have an inside track on if American Vandal will come back somewhere else? I don't. I don't think so. You don't think so? I am not a hundred percent sure. Okay. But Netflix didn't pick it up, and I think they control the. Uh, future papa netflix yeah Yeah. papa netflix has it all figured out um jimmy thank you so much for being here yeah this was super fun um we're gonna give you the gift that we give every guest that's on the podcast okay it's a personalized fortune cookie just for you feel free to open it and read your fortune if it's in there maybe perhaps Mm -hmm. oh okay they're questionable cookies We know you're the guy who keeps spitting on that girl's car. <laughs> yeah. I was reading your Twitter. Uh, what, can you explain this to people? This was an overheard conversation. It was so ridiculous. I walk out of my house <laughs> and like this girl and her boyfriend are leaning against her car. She's leaning against the car. Uh-huh. The boyfriend's standing there. And like there's a lot of foot traffic on my street. Like there's yeah. tons of people. A guy got shot down the street. Oh, um, just all the sights and sounds of Los Angeles. Yeah, I decided to skim over that one. Yeah. Um, it's a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> it, it actually is. But there's just like a lot going on. Uh-huh. Um, and this girl's like leaning against her car. And the guy's like, come on. And she's like, no. It's like, and, he's, <laughs> and she's like, do you know how many times you've spit on my car? <laughs> and he goes, I don't a lot. <laughs> And like that was the extent of the conversation that I heard. Like I'm walking by. Do you know how many times you spit on my car? I don't a lot. And that was it. Like we just got like a uh, little, a perfect little vignette, a little uh, snippet, and that was it. And then that's the kind of thing that you're like, I don't really want the follow up. I just want to live. In that's this all I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, well, Jimmy, thank you for being here. Where can people find you online and what you're up to if they don't already know? Facebook, Real Bros of Simi Valley. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's. And where are your socials are all just your name? I'm just at Jimmy on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah, you got like the I'm easiest just, Instagram of all time. Just Jimmy. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're very excited for potentially season three and for. Um, you and Hugh Jackman to be in a movie together. Can't Me too. Wait. That's so great. Thank you again. We'll see yeah. you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code NOT2DEEP. Bare Minerals, the power of good. 
Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer and edited by Melissa D. Montz, writing by Diane Kang, production assistance by Katrina Henning, post-production sound by Christopher Bell, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs> <laughs>